Who should James Gunn cast in his rebooted Justice League? We answer that question and more this week on Only Stupid Answers. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Only Stupid Answers. This is a show where we answer your questions about movies, TV shows, comic books, uh, James Gunn's Justice Leagues. I'm your host, DJ Wooldridge. With me, as always, is Roxy Stryer. I literally have not thought about that yet. This is James Gunn's Justice League? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We've been hearing Zack Snyder's Justice League for so many years. Normally, you don't, but that's a director. Like, yeah. is this James Gunn? Is this a Gunn Saffron JL? I mean, it is, I mean, that's the, kind of the way we're, like, we're billing it. Like, if he's, if he's smart, he'll pull a Kevin Feige and like try I, I if I were him and I looked at the Snyder cult and all that stuff I would try and pull Kevin Feige and distance my personal brand away from like it's not about me it's about the overarching thing you know what I mean uh also that will I don't know that a lot of people are like pounding on Kevin Feige's door when they're mad about stuff so like you know what I mean just to just to distance himself from the but now you're heat. trying to connect him. You're not trying to distance. Listen, Don. Roxy, I got to get people to click on the video, okay? I got to get them to click on the fucking podcast. And it's not clickbait. It's real. That's it's true. It's real. It's real. So uh, that's the thing. We know uh, that for all intents and purposes, based on the information we have, James Gunn and Peter Safran are rebooting the Justice League. There's a little bit of, and we'll touch on it a little bit in the show, there's a little bit of... Um, uh, question for characters like Wonder Woman, uh, but we do know we're getting a younger Superman. I am under the impression, Roxy, you can let me know if you feel differently. If we're getting a new super, clean, my impression is clean slate. Uh, Henry Cavill's not coming back. Gal Gadot's not coming back. Ben Affleck, we've known, is not coming back for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's right. I think that's right. I'm not positive about that, though, DJ. <laughs> I mean, listen. It's all up in there. I, who knows? By the time this episode goes live, he might have announced his new slate. He did. I literally just saw this morning he was tweeting somebody. And I and again, we've talked about this before. I like the fact that he's kind of shutting down the rumor mill because that's something that's dogged DC forever. And so he mm -hmm. was people are like, is it Jacob Alordi? I don't know the kid's name. Um, yeah, that's who everybody thinks should be Superman. I, I mean, it's and, on every list, Jacob Elordi, Jacob Elordi. I haven't seen him anything, but I look at his face and it's like, I get it. I get why we're saying that. <laughs> I think that if I looked at his face, I would think that too. If you saw him in Euphoria, I think you would be so confused. Who is he? What Elevator pitch. What's his deal in Euphoria? What's his character's deal in Euphoria? I, I know that it's different than who he is in life because I think he's British and he's American in the show. Mm -hmm. um, but his deal in Euphoria is that he is like the world's biggest piece of shit. Oh, okay. Like cheating, lying, scandal-inducing, horrible to women, um, has a awfully abusive father. Like, he, I mean, he's like bad boy and cool. like – I am not so when obviously he's an actor so of course he can be many things but when you watch him in euphoria you neither see superman nor clark yeah so i'm like wow that's interesting that everybody is dreamcasting him i think it's because of i'm so sorry i don't mean this rudely i think it's because of his body and his face i mean like well, listen that's how fan casting works how many every bald person ever oh, lex luther <laughs> 
I just can't. I don't know from his performances why people think he should be Superman. I, I'm I'm confused by that from yeah. his look for sure. Yeah. But like he's like this brooding. I mean, he's significantly more Batman than he is Superman. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, yeah, I, again, I've not seen him anything. I just see the pictures people post, and I'm like, totally. sure, maybe. I don't know. Um, so uh, that's what we are discussing today is uh, uh, who should be cast in uh, this new version of the Justice League. Uh, before we dive into all of that real briefly, uh, let's do a little bit of business up top. Um, we, uh, If you're listening to this podcast, if you want more of it, if you want to hear Roxy and I talk about what we're into every week, the stuff that we can't fit in this show, if you want to uh, hear me and my pal Sal talk about Spider-Man, Sal from Comic Pop, we talk about all the Spider-Man movies, we talk about the Spider- in, uh, Spider-Man the Animated Series right now, you can go over to uh, Patreon dot com slash only stupid answers if you listen to this on spotify we ask a question every week last week's question was what were your favorite tv shows of 2022 we uh yeshu wazalewski says barry mm, did i not replace this i didn't replace this oopsie poops hold on hold on this was last week's one let me see if i can get this week's one i like oopsie poops. oopsie poops everybody um uh, so let me jump. While I'm bringing that up, let me jump to the other thing. Listen, Kickstarter, February, Hellbent 3, the third and final volume of Hellbent is dropping in February. Um, so if you want to sign up to the pre-launch page, and you know you do, go over to hellbentcomicbook.com. We are going to have launch exclusives like an exclusive tarot card, discounted reward Sears. So you're going to want to be there in the first 48 hours. To do that, the best way to do that is to sign up to the pre-launch page over at hellbent.com comicbook.com um and please uh go over there and uh do that i would really appreciate it if you've never read hellbent uh you can this is the perfect opportunity to catch up uh you can get volumes both volumes one and two along with volume three you can get the entire three-part story if you've been following along this is the conclusion of nick and jesse's adventure so don't miss out. Don't miss out. Go over to hellbentcomicbook.com and sign up to the pre-launch page. So back to the Spotify question. The actual question from last week was, what were your favorite movies of 2022? Yeshua Wazalewski said, um, Jackass Forever, everything, everything Everywhere All at Once, The Batman, Weird, uh, Clerks 3, Glass Onion, and Banshees of Anna Sheeran. What is Weird. The weird, the weird Al Yankovic oh, uh, uh, movie, uh, which I heard good things about. I haven't checked it out. Yeah, me too. Me too. I don't think I need to spend any money to see it. So I don't know why I haven't checked it out. Uh, but time, your time, time is money, DJ. Time. And Connor said the outfit, Cha Cha, real smooth. Clerks three and Polly Go, which I don't know what that is. So now we are going to take a quick ad break, and we will be back. <laughs> my goodness we are back and guess what kids we have a very special guest today mike say hi to the kids hey kids how are you how, how are the kids today how are the kids today so for those that don't know who are you where can they find you me uh what i don't know like what, what, what i'm an actor I'm, I'm just one of those guys out here in la living the dream i guess yeah <laughs> i i, really I, good. That, I, I guess i'm a dc uh i don't know what roxy would you call me as far as dc goes 
expert aficionado of super fan super fan super lover fan. Yeah. yeah 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 well and you and roxy uh, correct me if wrong did a show together yeah forever that's where i met, that's where I met miss dreyer mm. yeah yeah we did yeah. dc movie news together um, and mike also makes these like very cool batman cowls and costumes oh. and all this stuff he's he's very dialed into the dc world and when dj was like who should we have on this episode i was like I don't know if he'll do it, but maybe Mikey. What do you mean you don't know if I'll do it, Roxy? Because you're busy. I know you work during the days. I had off today. It was great. Oh, good time. To join you guys, I would have I would have gotten out of work. Oh, that's also what I said. I said I thought he was going to call out of work, which I don't Don't, want you. Don't do that. This show's not worth it. This show's not worth it. (laughs) No, no. Any chance, like I was talking to Roxy, like we we don't have our show anymore, and and anytime I get to talk DCI, I, I I love to. So it's a pleasure. Well, listen, so here are the parameters of what we're doing. So James okay. Gunn, like we talked about at the top of the episode, James Gunn is, for all intents and purposes, as far as we know, basically clean slating the DCU. So before he gets a chance to do it, we're going to throw out our opinions to who we think should be the new uh, Justice League. The characters we're specifically going to be discussing are Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, uh, dealer's choice on that one, The Flash, uh, Cyborg, Aquaman and Harley Quinn. I will allow, I threw this up to every week. We throw up to the discord uh, to ask either. They ask us questions or we ask them questions. I will say you are allowed one Snyder person. Only one. Okay. Somebody okay. in the discord the, was, was not in the spirit of the question and did all the Snyder people. And I was like, no, no, we're starting from scratch. Um, Henry Cavill's almost 40. Boo, old. Get him out of here. <laughs> DJ, did you make that caveat, DJ, because there was one Snyder person you wanted in your JL? No. Okay. No, although although I will say, as, as critical as I have been of the Snyderverse, especially in more recent years, I do think... For the most part, this is a little trickier to say currently, but for the most part, the casting I thought was really solid. I like Henry Cavill. I think Jason Momoa was really interesting. Um, I actually really like Ben Affleck's Batman, even though I don't necessarily prefer the movies he's been in. I think he was a good choice. Um, and clearly, he doesn't agree with me. He doesn't want to be <laughs> Batman. Because that, that's the weird thing when people got really angry at the notion of recasting this. It's like, yeah, the timing is unfortunate based on like Henry Cavill returning in Black Adam. But like, if you're James Gunn, do you want to deal with the drama of Ben Affleck and Ray Fisher and Ezra Miller and it's like and and Amber Heard and regardless of what us as audience members think about all that stuff, it's like there's just a lot of baggage that it's just like why not let just start over? <laughs> yeah. So now we're the casting department. Good. We're the casting department. We're gonna start with Superman. We're gonna start with the the big one. Mike, you're our yeah. guest. Would okay. you like to, would you like to start us off with who you think should be the new Superman? Okay, so I, again, this is a tough one because I I don't want to do like anytime I, all the stuff I've seen so far is like if the guy's got black wavy hair mm-hmm. and a good jaw, fans are like that's Superman. Yeah. Well, I'm going outside the box. I had two that I was going to say because I know he's going younger. Yes. I don't know if I agree with that, but I'm going to say uh, my first choice was KJ Appa. Okay. Huh. Riverdale. I think he's got such a good look, um, but his acting, he's so good in that show and, and brings it kind of younger. But also, I think this is how you say his name, Dacre Montgomery. Yes. From Power Rangers and, and Stranger Things. Yeah, that's a good, yep, 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 he yep. He has such like a, like a Kansas farm boy quality to him. There's something yep. about him 
that I just is like, yeah, I could see him. I could see him as, as Clark Kent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a very interesting choice. I think he's a very talented actor. I think based on the stuff I've seen him in, I think he would bring an interesting edge to it that I think we're not yeah. used to that could be really interesting. I love KJ Appa. I think that he could do a really great job in this, but it is, I, I'm with you. I don't know that we should be going that young. I know. It, it's. It feels with, weird. With the rest of my casting, I kind of made uh, uh, dealing with the whole outlook of what the league would be. So I, I, you'll see in my later choices of how I cast. Though. Yeah, I'll, light spoilers. We're going to do Roxy next. But I will say I did. I guess I cheated a little bit in that I, I feel like James Gunn is saying we're going with a younger Superman. It's kind of like a nice way of being like I'm rebooting everybody because I think Henry Cavill is like 39, maybe 40. And most of my choices are early to mid 30s. <laughs> Okay. So like younger, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. I hear you on that. Okay. I'm up. Yes. I want to, I want to preface every pick with, I don't know if these were announced, if I would feel good about them. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I, I actually had a very hard time. I had an easier time coming up with some characters coming up with Superman. Batman feels so daunting. Like mm-hmm. I do not envy the casting <laughs> director's jobs on this, but I think for Superman, the two that I felt like really could do it are Austin Butler, okay. who is very popular right now. Uh, he played Elvis, obviously, but uh, I've been following him for years, and I think he's got that charm. I think he could bulk up pretty well, and I think that he would make a really good Clark. Yeah. So I think that like you can see him on a farm, but then also he's very suave. And then my other person, and he's a little older. I think he's like 34 or something, 35 maybe. Ooh, boo, gross. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, my God. He's just a geezer, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people I saw have him playing Batman, but I think he would make a great Superman, and that's Henry Golding. Interesting you would... say that, Roxy. Let's just say interesting you say that. <laughs> I I think he would be an awesome Superman. He's like wildly charismatic and bubbly and charming and sweet. And like, I don't really see him as this brooding, dark um, Bruce Wayne type. I see him as Superman. And also I think he can get kind of nerdy and I think he would be great. But he is, like I said, like 34 or 35. Yeah. I, so to that point, I any I think anybody that's seen Crazy Rich Asians for me when I saw Crazy Rich Asians when I saw Henry Golding I was like initially I was like fucking James Bond man how is this not how is this yeah. guy not part of our James Bond conversation but then it was like yeah Superman he'd be fucking great and so he he is my pick if I were to recast Whoa. yeah he is my I think oh, wow. Henry every ever since Crazy Rich Asians I was like Henry Golden Golding would be the guy because I again I think he can do the things you need him to do I think he's very charming I think he's got the look I think there's a lot of merit uh narratively in having a non-white Superman especially when you're talking about like because what are the things we usually associate with Superman we the idea of an immigration story the idea of an adoption story so the idea of somebody like Henry Golden growing up in a Kansas-like setting I think could be very narratively compelling and um add to those narrative elements of Superman. But the uh, main thing is, I think he's got the look and I think he's got the chops. So for me, it was it was Henry Golding for Superman. But I, I do- we I, all did a very good job. We so did. Far, we so did good. a good job. I will say, Roxy, if if we can't, the other thing, Roxy and I discussed this before the show went on, that 
I have picks for like Superman and Wonder Woman, but those two specifically, I feel like get an unknown. I feel like it might be the best choice. But if we cast in the traditional sense, especially if we're going after the hot, hot heat, I feel like Austin Butler, it's like I if they said Austin Butler, I'd be like, well, yeah, that tracks. That's that's who that's who we would normally cast in this type of, of situation because he is he is riding high off of Elvis. Let's move to the next of our big three. Mike, we're gonna we're back to you. Batman. Okay. Batman. Okay, like it's interesting because I, I was torn when I was thinking of all of these, and I, I was like, I, I'm of the mind that I would rather them go with an unknown for all these roles because yeah. I, to me, Superman, Batman, the name sells the character. Yeah. Like no one knew Chris Hemsworth before Thor. Mm-hmm. You know, no one. Did. He, he did a, sh- uh, a soap opera in Australia, so it's like, yeah. but I didn't want to do that because again, I don't know those names. So I'm gonna go off. Uh, um, if we're going younger Superman, I was going to go a slightly older Batman, more experienced. And this name, he has been talked about for years in the role. And, and, and people might say his, he's too old. But I also think of when people look at age of actors, they always just see the name on Google or IMDb and they're like, ah, too old. Yeah. Whereas someone in their 40s or whatever, they don't if they don't look the part, if they don't look the age, then it shouldn't matter. Yeah. But I'm going to go with Wes Bentley. Okay. I love him. I think he has been he's been talked about in circles. Anytime there's a new Batman, he always gets brought up. He's such a but there's such a darkness to him that I think just would play bubbles beneath the surface there with him. That I think he would be and he would be like an older kind of mentory type to a younger Superman. I think would be a great dynamic that we haven't seen yet. I also think uh, Wes Bentley is a good choice because um, he's got resting vampire face. Which I think is good for Batman. I think that's a good that's a good direction to take Batman in. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, I think that that's a great pick. I for my pick, there's a few people that I could go with, but the one that I feel like is most in my head, and it might be because of his big hit that just came out, even though he's been around for years, um, is Theo James. I think he was amazing in White Lotus recently, but yeah. he's also I think. Uh, has the ability to be a killer action star and he's got that like bruce wayne thing down to a t that smug arrogant um but then i could see him flipping and being batman i think that he is he's 38 so insurgent that guy from insurgent yes okay yes um and that's how I think why I think he would be able to do action mm-hmm. um not that it's not like a crazy action role in that is it a trilogy quadruply how many of those divergent movies are there didn't they do three but the fourth yeah three i think and they the fourth was canceled fourth maybe yeah the fourth yeah. was canceled something yeah. happened it was a tax write-off guys it was yeah, a tax, a tax write-off off everybody uh, this guy i think would annihilate and it, for anybody who did just watch white lotus you know what i'm talking about where like he's lovable but punchable he's super attractive <laughs> are you thinking uh, you're thinking just, of that one the one scene in the first episode the season of white lotus is that is that you saw that one scene with him and Ari Plaza and you're like, yeah, the Batman. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he'd be great. I think I think that is a, a very good choice. Uh, and I would like to see, especially, he was one of the people from the season White Lotus. I was like, yes, more things. Uh, we should see him in more things. Uh, for me, uh, I'm the one that make the rule, makes the rules. I'm the one that breaks the rules. I cheated on this one. I think it should be Robert Pattinson. If I were oh. James Gunn, I would have a conversation with Matt Reeves and be like, listen, dude, you can do whatever you want with Batman, but our pets is our Batman. And, <laughs> and, and sorry, he's kind of more important to this equation than you are Matt Reeves. So if you don't want that, 
you know what I mean? I don't know that you need uh, Matt Reeves to make a good Batman movie, but I and I, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Watching uh, the the Batman reminded me a, a lot of like a live action. Ba- uh, adaptation of Batman the animated series which of course is sprang up a whole universe sprang up around that and I feel like that is a fairly sturdy foundation uh, to build your franchise not that the Superman should have the same tone but that's kind of the point Superman and Batman should have different tones Gotham and Metropolis should feel like different universes um, so for me I, I would and I think that's a good it would just be weird to have like two young Batmans running around. I think Mike, you kind of jump around that with your Wes Bentley. That's like it. Yeah. it it's kind of a younger version of what we were doing with Ben Affleck, where it's he's older, right. more experienced. He could already have a Robin. Because that's something I could see them doing. Is like the Batman yeah. is Matt Reeves. Batman and Robin is in universe with Superman and all that stuff. But for me, yeah. if I were James Gunn, I was like, we're gonna use the Batman as a jumping off point. Uh, and do what the animated series did and use Batman as kind of ground zero to build out from. That's my pick. A little bit of a cheat. Now let's go. I don't go. think that's a cheat. I don't think it's cheat at all. Yeah. Let's, let's go to, thank you everybody. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's go to what I found the trickiest one to figure out, which is wonder woman. And okay. uh, Mike, we're throwing in you in first. Once again, who's your choice for wonder woman? I kind of think we're going to have the same pick for this, Mike. I don't think you will because I had to think outside the box. Oh, okay. So I, I saw this woman. She was at, oh, well, so she's definitely going to be my oldest character of the league. Okay. Uh, at, at age-wise of actress, I think. And also I wanted her to be character-wise the oldest. I wanted her to kind of be the almost the leader more so than Superman. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with the actress named Megan Gale. Now, yeah. she, was, she was originally Wonder Woman and George Miller's Justice League. Yeah. And then, but but Fury Road, yeah. Mad Max Fury Road, she's in that, and she is so striking that she has the physicality that it's just incredible out there. So I think, I think she would deserves another shot at it because I think she'd kill it. Yeah, man, oh, wish- she looks like Angelina Jolie, but she's just like she's she's an Amazon. She's yeah. stunning and just like statuesque, and she, her age I think would benefit her doing. I think they were doing that movie back in two thousand seven. So. Yeah. Was it 16 years ago? So I think that age would, but she's an Amazon and they age differently. So I think it would work really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I think that's a solid choice. Roxy, I'm very excited to hear what you say. This is, this feels like such a basic answer, but I feel like it's the best answer of the actresses out there, at least if we're going with star power on this one. And it's Ana de Armas. I think Uh she would annihilate this. She's so beautiful and charismatic. She is, if you guys didn't see Blonde, the movie is challenging to get through. Yeah. Her performance <laughs> is her performance is out of this world. I mean, she's just she's a star. And the parts of Wonder Woman that I love, at least the Wonder Woman that we've seen on the big screen so far, is that juxtaposition of being very strong and an absolute fighter, but also stopping when you see a baby. Mm-hmm. And that's what she would bring to this uh and yeah, she's the most beautiful person I've seen in my life. So that doesn't hurt either. I yeah. think she would be great. And watching her kind of bulk up a little bit would really, be really fun. Yeah, I thought she was excellent in Blonde. I thought she did a really good job. Um, so for me, Wonder Woman's tricky. I think my instinct is go unknown. But you want somebody with like gravitas, right? Like like, like you were talking about, somebody that could be, whether it's Superman or not, could be the leader of right. the league. And it's tricky. Uh, my choice, I have two here, but the one I'm going to go with is... Adria Arjona from Morbius and Andor. I think oh. she's got. I think she's got 
she's got it. Like, I feel like I could believe her as an action star. I could believe her as a leader. I could believe her having that gravitas. Um, my other choice, uh, actress a little bit taller. I, she's been in less things that I think are good, but I think she's good in them, uh, is Ella Belinska, who is in the new Resident Evil Netflix show. She was also in Charlie's Angels. So oh, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know she can do the action stuff. She's also got a little bit of that, like, I could, I could, she, I guess she led the team of Charlie's Angels. So maybe that's why I think this way. Like you could see her being leader, but younger. It's a tricky balance. You're younger, but has that gravity. But my number right. one pick is Adria Arjona. I think she'd do a good job. It's also somebody like, would they look good in the costume? That's always a big ass. She would look awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And is, that the, is that the girl that played Bix? And, yes. And, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she was but, so and good. I don't, and I don't so just good. mean like would they look sexy. I mean like would they could they sell the costume because it's right. not yeah, that yeah. is that is a talent in and of itself. Are they going to look good in this silly comic book costume? Yes, I think they would. Um, so this one's a trickier one. I told you both. Uh, so Green Lantern, it, it could be Hal Jordan, it could be Guy Gardner, it could be John Stewart, whatever, whoever you think the Green Lantern should be in your Justice League. Okay. You're up. Uh, You're up, Mike. This is you. Okay. Uh, well, my gut is to, of course, go with Hal Jordan. He's he's like what I love about the Lanterns is, depending on your age, you had a, a, a like there's there's an entire generation that is John Stewart because of mm-hmm. the animated series. But for yeah. me, it was Hal Jordan. Uh, but I, I'm not going to use him because there's, you know, I, I think we need a little bit of diversity in the league. And I think there's a perfect actor for Hal Jordan by the name of Michael Kalinowski that probably is unavailable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So looked in busy. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, Jessica Cruz, and I'm going to cool. do this because we're going now. I'm using my star part in this one, and I'm going with Jenny Ortega. Yeah, mm-hmm. as Jessica Cruz because she's the most inexperienced Lantern. I think I think you could have Hal in there or John as a mentor. Yeah where they're off taking care of something and they need earth to have a protector and it's Jessica. And her story is really great with the conflict with the lantern and, and how it, it you know, it mentally um, there's so much, so much great story there. So I'm going to go with Jenny Ortega and go with Jessica Cruz as my lantern. I think she would be so good. Yeah. I yeah. Think that would be really great. Choice of actress and I think that'd be a great fit. And I think that's, the, that's the other cool thing about choosing somebody like Jessica. There's a, there's a bit of an arc there of like getting them from point A to point B. Yeah. Uh, which would be interesting. So, Roxy, what lantern did you choose and who did you choose to play them? Yeah, I'm going to be a basic bitch and go with Hal Jordan because I want to see him. And I am going to do something different, though. I saw this guy on a lot of people's lists, a lot of websites lists to play Superman, which you don't totally see. But I'm obsessed with him, especially after the year he had. uh, And that's Glenn Powell. Mm -hmm. I think Glenn Powell would knock it out of the park as our Green Lantern. Uh, If you guys liked Top Gun Maverick, this is Hangman. He is just like so perfect to play a superhero in general. Yeah. Part of me almost sees him more as a Guy Gardner, but I think that he would be. Yeah. I, I think he could do Hal though, and I and I don't think we should have it be Guy. I think it should be Hal. So, I think Glenn Powell will be able to f- figure it out. Yeah, it looks like you're going to say something, Mike, based on the. No, I, I just I, I like to me Glenn Powell was like the obvious choice. Like, but I think because of Top Gun and like for me, Hal Jordan is Tom Cruise in Maverick. That mm-hmm. is the character. Yeah. So he's the next generation of that. I, yeah. I think Glenn Powell is almost to the point like it's it's for me to be like. Uh, it's a given like mm-hmm. he's he's uh, perfect on the rise for the role but i think like rox has a great point he is a almost a better guy than he is hal 
Yeah, yeah for a so little that, bit. That kind of cockiness, dickishness about him. Yeah, that we would play, but he is endearing because I've seen some of his rom coms that he's done. And he, he's so charming as well. So uh, yeah. And Roxy, not for nothing, our Discord ag- agrees with you. Both uh, Leonard Kim and Brenda both suggested Glenn Powell as their. Oh, that's interesting. My, my backup pick was actually Jeremy Allen White because I've been watching him for years on Shameless, but obviously he annihilated in The Bear. Yeah, and I think that he is rises to every occasion but i kind of see him more as a guy also mm-hmm. i could also see him being a good flash anyway um real quick a side note to mike when i sing hal jordan it's being a mentor i would have him appear as a cameo and have it be nathan fillion just because of the gun connection mm-hmm. and the fan loves him in the role or they like do the love him. the character like that would be a nice kind of like little gift for the fans i think so yeah. I know that I'm cheating for a second, um, DJ, forgive me, but Mike, just while I have you, if yeah. we have one Green Lantern, you don't like, honestly, you don't think it should be Hal? No, it absolutely should be Hal. But okay. I, I, Roxy, to be honest, and, and I'd probably get a lot of flack for saying this. You look at the league and it's you when you have diversity that fits like in not just changing, you know, Superman is a black man actor or whatever. It's like the lanterns lend themselves to diversity, whether it's female person of color. So I think just seeing with the lineup of the league and what they go with. And I think that's why they do it in the comic, why they've done it in the comics, it, it fits to the story. And I think it, it allows that, you know, especially if you're going with Jessica Cruz, but Hal Jordan is my lantern. I think he's got to right. be there somewhere. Well, yeah. and to Mike's point about everybody having a lantern they grew up with, with me, my guy is Kyle Rayner. He was the one I grew up with. He's that's, my guy. Yeah, yeah, I love Kyle Rayner. So for me, if I'm casting, that I'm giving myself an excuse to do a Kyle Rayner story. I think I'm going to also do have John Stewart as a mentor. Yeah. So I think my John Stewart would be um, Trevante Rhodes. I think he's really oh. great from from um, uh, Moonlight and a bunch of other stuff. And he was also in The Predator, which he was the best part of that movie that I didn't really enjoy all that much. And it's one of those that like I'm surprised we haven't giving him a superhero role. Like, I, I wonder if it's a choice of his or what, but anyway, he'd be my John Stewart and my Kyle Rayner would be Anthony Ramos who people will know oh, from in the oh, Heights. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. He's going to be in the new Transformers yeah. movie. I, I think he's also playing the hood. He's like the sexiest man alive DJ. Yeah. So I'm, I approve just for that sake. And, and I like the idea. Cause for me, um, obviously I love the justice league cartoon for me, John, no offense to John Stewart fans, he's always kind of a square. And so I think pairing him with a Green Lantern that's a little bit more green, I think your choice of Jessica Cruz would be really great. But again, Kyle Rayner's my guy, so that's what I'm going with. I think that's why <laughs> I love the Lantern. I hope Gunn, when he's saying, when announcing whatever is, you know, the couple he's going to announce, like, it is a Lantern core movie because there's so much, like the three of us have three different versions and like Kyle Rayner gets, you know, that's like, the nineties version and stuff. So it's like, it's so generational, the lanterns. Yeah. And I think so much to bring an audience in all these different perspectives. I think it's such a great unrealized, unutilized or realized concept. That's that just there. Totally. Next on our list, uh, another controversial one to cast, uh, Mr. The Flash. I will also say, dealer's choice on this one, if you want to do somebody different than than Barry Allen. I know it's a little late to spring that on y'all, but yeah, just in case you had one in the chamber. Uh, Mike, The Flash. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm going to go Barry Allen. And I say this because when I saw him on the show, he was Barry Allen to me. The actor's name is Teddy Sears, who played 
yeah. on the Flash TV show. But that guy, when he showed up, yeah, I was like, and I all love the Grant Gustin, yeah, but he's just that blonde hair, the chiseled like jaw, but he could also play the kind of the, the scientist, like the the like he to me was Barry Allen. So when I watched that show, I was like, that's Barry Allen to me. I, it, it's he has name is Jay Garrick, but he's Barry Allen. So I mm-hmm. want to give him a shot on the big screen because he I think he's got that presence. You know, again, a little older, mm-hmm. so it so it separates from the Ezra version. And I think DJ, you brought a great point, and and I, everyone that I, I've talked knows me knows that I'm a, I'm a lover of the Snyder films and what he did. And and but I always said, as long as those actors were involved, the DNA is still there of those past films. You had to wipe the slate clean. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to use Teddy to kind of separate from Ezra because they're polar opposites, looks wise, you know, with the way they act and and. So that also distances yourself from what came before it. Yeah. So yeah, Teddy Sears. I what? annihilated this one. <laughs> this is <laughs> this, to yourself. This is my best work. This is like why I've spent my whole life watching television. So you know who to give those shots to on the big screen. I am a little. I I love Barry Allen, but I don't want to see Barry Allen on the big screen right now. I want to go Wally West. I just I'm I'm tired of it, and mm-hmm. I think that Wally West could bring something really fun to the team. If you guys have not been watching the show Bel Air, I can't recommend it enough. There's obviously a lot of controversy around it because it is produced by Will Smith, but the guy who plays Will Smith is Jabari Banks, and this would be the absolute perfect Wally West. It would be so fun. He's like, I couldn't have made him up better myself. I actually think that they should like hand me a check right now Mm -hmm. because he would bring something so great to the justice league. He's amazingly talented, but also he's just got that thing. Like you want to teach him, you want to help him kind of, kind of like his character in the show, but also he's so endearing and he's like a ladies man too, in this too. So I think we could have some fun with his solo movie. I think he would crush. I think Jabari Banks has a lot of big things in front of him. And for listeners, put a pin in him because he might show up again later in the list in somebody else's list. Um, but not for The Flash. Mm. Uh, as, I think as, I know where you're going. As as much as this Wally West loving heart. Uh, again, Kyle Rayner is my guy. Wally West is my guy. Those were the those were the Flash and Green Lantern when I was reading the comics. Um I decided to kind of stick with Barry Allen. Let's see if maybe we can figure this out. I did like the <laughs> fact that we cast a Jewish actor as Barry Allen, and we keep giving these roles to Ezra Miller's and Ansel Elgort's, and I'm like, my guys, there is a young Jewish actor that I think is incredibly talented that we're not giving enough roles to, possibly because people didn't like Han Solo, but it wasn't his fault. He did a good job mm-hmm. in it. And I'm going to say Alden Ehrenreich, who was also, if you okay. haven't seen Hail Caesar, the Coen Brothers' Hail Caesar, he is incredible in that movie he is so good so uh, i think alden ehrenreich I, I saw him in i do think he did a very good job in solo i know people have mixed feelings of the movie i also have mixed feelings of the movie itself i think he did a good job in it with the role he was tasked to do um uh but if you have not seen hail caesar i do recommend it specifically because he is very good in it and i think he would be a very good flash so alden ehrenreich is and he's not problematic as far as i know somebody in the comics can correct <laughs> i mean you know who's to say but as far as i know he's on the level and i think he's really good and i'd like to see him in more things so let's give him a chance let's have him be our flash he's now, a good pick i think that uh, i don't 
I don't think that uh, he should have been cast necessarily in solo, but once he was, I think he did the best job that he could do as an actor. Like that's, he was cast to do what he did. Yeah. I have no issues with him as an actor. And I will say, I think unlike other actors in those movies, his was less of an impression of, of the character he's playing and more of like a re-embodiment of it. Um, So I also, I, I personally, I don't, I wouldn't have done a solo movie at all. Like it's Harrison Ford. What are we doing? But, but with, with all that in mind, we did it. And I think he did a good job in it, whether that was a good decision to do that movie at all in the first place. Um, so now we're moving on to cyborg, uh, stepping out of the shoes of Ray Fisher, <laughs> um, and, and all that, uh, drama, Mike. Yeah. Who's your new um, cyborg? If I was going to give one, actor a pass it would be ray to come back yeah but you just can't mm-hmm. so and, and for to dj just to uh go off what you were saying I, I, my original pick was Javante rhodes yeah i thought he's got to be in a superhero movie he's just great but so i was thinking i want to have a backup and i kind of went with my backup even stronger i'm just trying to score uh real quick uh jesse t usher from the boys yeah who's a train yeah. oh he's so good yeah, he. I think he would bring a. a I don't say a cockiness to the role, but a more. If, if we got cyborg, and what I would hope is all these roles, the characters are already established. We're not getting into the origins, so yeah. they're the character for a while. So, a, a character that kind of became at place with the man and the machine, where he's knows how good he is and what he can do, and and brings a little bit of an arrogance, but like a fun arrogance to it. I think he would be so good in the role. Very cool. I, I think like it's a really choice. good pick. Yeah, Roxy, who do you have for cyborg? I thought for this one, I had a hard time with it because I think that you could go a lot of different directions, but ultimately I chose Reggae Jean Page Mm. because I think like just the devastation of being the most beautiful person on the planet. But I'm I'm serious about that. Like if that's any flashback moments we get or whatever, that's who you were. Yeah. I think that that is like, (laughs) just would be so... Um, you the world's treating you so differently than having that, and then also he does do that, like not cocky but confident. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely like had it going on. You could see him being the captain of every team. Uh, I think he would do a really good swaggy job with this. Yeah. So for me, this was tricky for me. I even debated including it on the list because I am of the opinion that Cyborg shouldn't be on the Justice League. Um, I think he's better utilized on Teen Titans. And I also don't like, as as talented as Ray Fisher is, and I think he's very talented, uh, and, and what they did with that character was just from New 52, and I didn't like the way they did it there either. I think if you're including a Teen Titan on the team, the appeal of that is almost including like Spider-Man on the Avengers. It's the opportunity to have a younger up and coming uh, character be along with these Titans and having that almost be your kind of like uh, when you're the audience surrogate character to hang out with with um, these characters. And I think if you were to utilize Cyborg in, in those ways as kind of like the millennial um, Zoomer kind of part of the Justice League. I think that would be the best way to use the character. I it, There's elements of that in Doom Patrol where he's not quite in the Justice League, but he kind of represents that more like do-gooder and uh, along with the fuck-ups of Doom Patrol. So for me, thinking about a younger cyborg, I went with Roxy's choice for Wally West, which was Jabari uh, Jabari Banks. Because That's he, so weird. He's so fucking good in Bel Air. Like, it's one of those you yes. watch him like, oh, well, this guy's going to be in all the things because he's fucking great. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's not weird as in not a good choice. It's a great choice. It's just bizarre that both of us came up with this actor who right now I would say is definitely not a household name. But should uh, be. Yeah, he's he's I think that's what it is. He's just so charismatic. Yeah. I just want to plant him into anything. He's so good. Well, and he almost got as thankless a job as Alden Ehrenreich did in Solo, where it's like you get to be the new Will Smith. And it's like, why would you curse anybody? Why would you? Because it's such a big and this is obviously before the slap. Like, that's such a big ask. Like, he's such an icon to ask any young actor to be like, well, you're that now. It's like, that's insane. But he, he acquits him and it helps that the show's vibe is entirely different, but he acquits himself so well to it. And he's so charismatic in it that it's like, yeah, great. Cast this kid in everything. He's awesome. Yeah. Now we move on to Aquaman. Mike, what are you doing with Aquaman? The Ciderverse had a very specific take on the character. What are you doing with Aquaman? They did. And I'm going back to the traditional look of the character. My original gut reaction was Alexander Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, that's too on the nose. So then I remember back and I remember watching, I'm going to use your uh, caveat of I'm allowed to use a Snyder actor. Mm-hmm. I am going to, because when I saw this guy on screen, I was like, if the, if the, if Kevin Feige was in charge of the justice league movie and he was casting it, this is who he would have cast. Yeah. I'm going to go with Patrick Wilson. When he showed yeah. up as Orm with that blonde wig, I was like, that's the MCU version of Aquaman, where it's like comic book perfect. Yeah. Like just a spitting image, walked off the set. I walked off a comic book onto the set. Like So Patrick Wilson with that blonde wig that he wore in Aquaman would be phenomenal, I think, as Arthur Curry. Like a, a true classic. Because, again, Momoa did his thing, and it was so different. So I wanted to go back to just some kind of, kind of the classic look of the character. Yeah. All right. All right, Roxy. Who's your Aquaman? I feel like this was actually my hardest casting of all of the castings Yes, because I just had no idea where I wanted to go with it. Uh, Initially I was like, should it be Charlie Hunnam? Because he's just so like grizzly underwater person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just, and also that ass. (laughs) Um, Oh my God. Have you not watched all of sons of anarchy? It's I don't watch his ass Roxy. I don't, that's not, well then you're not watching. Hey, listen, Um, listen, I'm not watching TV properly, I guess. (laughs) So then I was kind of in a Charlie Hunnam vein, but I was like, who reminds me of him, but isn't him? And I don't know whether it's because I've just been watching a lot of TV recently, but I'm loving in 1923, um, Brandon Sklenar, who is the one who plays the son in Africa. Yeah, he's good. I could just really see him being this like. He's he has pretty boy, but grizzly at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so I I could just see him being a really strong Aquaman. But I'm not sure. I don't know. This one I'm feeling not confident in. Roxy, did you just say I've been watching a lot of TV recently? (laughs) As long as I've known you, Roxy. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I feel like Aquaman is a good chance to go with somebody who does have a little more star power. Yeah. And. A lot of the TV actors don't necessarily have that yet. Mm-hmm. So that's why I phrase it like that. But you are right. Uh, also, uh, we see him shirtless. He's got the physique. I feel like every actor taking off a shirt now is auditioning for a superhero role. Like the you mentioned White Lotus. Is the character's name Ethan? Aubrey Plaza's husband. And yeah. it's like he's clearly established as like a nerdy coder guy. And then he takes off a shirt. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? What the <laughs> fuck, man? Like He was on a lot of people's Superman list. Yeah, because yeah, because I he was like, he was clearly for me again. Every time they take off the shirt, they're, they're like letting Mar- Kevin Feige know like, hey, I got it. I can do the thing. <laughs> I can put me in one of your movies. Um, OK, uh, my choice for Aquaman is don't do it. 
no Aquaman. Don't have him in Justice League. I don't. Okay. I think James Wan pour, pulled off a minor miracle by making an Aquaman movie that I really like. I think yeah. uh, making Jason Momoa like a your Aquaman like a surfer dude is a very interesting take. That if you for me, if you go back to like traditional Aquaman, I don't care about that personally. So I would say. Do what they did with Namor, what Marvel did with Namor, and just hold off. Just wait. Do launch a Justice League without him, and do and or, or maybe if I'm using my one Snyder pull, bring Chase Momoa back as Aquaman, and just be like, hey, we're just doing this again. We're moving on. But to not completely bail out, I did. You brought up Charlie Hunnam, and this might shock you, Roxy. That would actually be my choice for Constantine. I think Charlie Hunnam. If you've Ooh. seen him in Lost City of Zed, if you've seen him in, uh, he's been doing a bunch of. Um, uh, he's been in a bunch well, of movies. I don't recently. know, but Constantine does show booty a lot, so I'm I, with you. And I think I think he's really. Um, I guess just seeing him in, in movies where he's um, doing his act, natural British accent, he's got that like kind of scummy, kind of charming. You're gonna believe him, even though you know you shouldn't vibe. Uh, he just kept his British accent in Sons of Anarchy the whole time. Oh, I mean, and he just and uh, <laughs> King Arthur, which was a bad movie, but yeah. I thought he was good in it. I actually think Charlie Hunnam's really talented and just has not been in stuff that has yeah, really good. let that shine. Yeah. Um, okay, last one, Harley Quinn. It was interesting you threw this one in here, DJ. Well, because here's why. Because I actually feel the two most difficult. I, I feel like actually the two most iconic characters from the Snyderverse are Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman and Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. Like, I feel like those are the two that are almost in some ways the trickiest and kind of the most, I don't know, like the most associated with it. So I wanted to get another um, lady character in there. And I also thought like Harley Quinn is actually kind of a cornerstone of that universe. So if we're not doing Margot Robbie, who are we doing? Yeah, that's a tough one. And, and I'm, I'm so curious to see if they're going to keep her on. Yeah. You know? He's worked with her, and it's, she's so good in the role. But I, I, I think Roxy, to use your thing, I think this is going to be my my award winning casting. Okay, it dawned on me. I don't know why it was kind of the first choice. I didn't think anything else, but I'm going to go with this. And I think there's a possibility it could happen. I'm going to say Janelle Monae. Am I saying her name right? Janelle Monae. Janelle Monae. Yeah. Great Monet. Yeah, yeah. From yeah. Glass Onion and a bunch of other yes, things. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. She did a great I, job in that. Yeah, and I was looking up like pictures of her and stuff, and there was this one picture where she was just smiling, and I was like, "That is awesome." Yeah. Well, just from her work, from from Glass Onion alone, like yeah. I remember yeah. watching that, and she was getting so much praise before I'd seen the movie, and about you know the first half hour, I'm like, "Oh, okay, mm -hmm. I don't know." And then this whatever happened, you know what yeah. happened? No happened, spoilers for like, Glass oh, Onion, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is that's yeah absolutely praiseworthy and rightfully so. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that would be great. Uh, if to for me, if we could keep one person from from the Snyderverse, mm -hmm. I think that the easiest one to do and the best one to do would be Margot Robbie. I think she could literally pop on screen, stare at the camera, and be like, "Bitches, I broke through." So <laughs> soon, yeah, yeah, and just and like that would be fine, and everybody would accept that. And I think that they honestly might do that. Yeah, not in those exact words, but I think that we could keep her if we're not keeping her. I think that Juno Temple would be fucking awesome for uh, Harley Quinn. She, I love her in Ted Lasso, but I also um, loved her in The Offer. She's got a lot of range. She's kind of quirky looking. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I think she would have so much fun with this role. It's not, it wouldn't be that different than Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn though. Like no. it's kind of sitting in a similar yeah. vein where it's just like, 
extremely attractive blonde girl mm -hmm. who can do a little bit offbeat very well. Yeah. Uh, but I think she would annihilate. So for, for me, I was thinking about somebody that could really bring that, uh, I thought would, would do a really good job with that anarchic quality. And my choice was Kiki Palmer. I think uh, I think she would absolutely yeah. demolish in that role. And the trick would be finding a Joker that could keep up. I think that's kind of the trick with all of our, our Harley Quinns. It's like, okay, if you, and especially if you brought Margot back, it's like, we're, we're not doing Jared Leto's Joker again. So who are we getting? But listen, right. we don't have time to fan cast our Joker. That's it. Those are our choices. You all can let us know who you think, uh, whether you think we did a good job or not. Um, so I know in the chat, we got people, Mike Joyce was saying John Stewart Green Lantern with Donald Glover uh, playing him. And then uh, Jenna Ortega's Wonder Woman. Uh, a lot of interesting choices there. And like I said, Roxy, we got some some petitions for Glenn Powell as as Hal Jordan. Kid can act. So yeah. so that that's it for this episode. That's who, James Gunn, if you're listening, we check out our uh, you want to come on the show if you're listening. But if you're listening, here's our suggestions of who uh, we think should be the new Justice League. Mike, uh, where can the kids find you if they want to follow you? At, at Mike Kalinowski, Twitter, Instagram. That's where I'm at. Check it out. Roxy, what should the kids be looking out for from you? Just everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Uh, you can find me at DJ Talks Trash. Please, please, please go check out uh, my next comic, Hellbent Volume 3, over at hellbentcomicbook.com and sign up for the pre-launch page so you know when the Kickstarter goes live. And uh, we appreciate you all, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Yank out the vowels from stupid. Oh my God! Roxy reminded me. And if you're, uh, we're everywhere. You can find us everywhere that matters at Only Stupid Answers, but on Twitter. Yank out the vowels from stupid. And, and Hive too. Uh, follow us. The, all the things. Thank you all, and we'll see you next time. 